we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Okay, so welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. We're in Whistler. <laughs> We're in Whistler, We're in Whistler, Canada. I called it Whistler, Colorado. Whistler, earlier. BC. And uh, it's funny because I said I'm in Whistler to somebody. They they go, "Are you in Colorado?" I was like, "No, I'm." I'm so in someone BC. else said Colorado. Yeah, that's so good. I don't know. I'm not I don't the even only know one. If there's a Whistler, Colorado. I'm not even sure. Okay, so we uh, we're live on Instagram. Not oh, you're mine. getting checking connection. I, I, mine's mine's got no service. Yeah. All right, so and I don't have AT and T, by the way. Oh, that's why maybe. You have oh, Verizon? is that what you got? I have Verizon. I have AT and T. Oh, I was making fun of AT and T, and it didn't even work out. No. All right, so we are in Whistler, Colorado, courtesy of uh, Maxis Tires. Maxis Tires, of course. And uh, Chris Sackett at Bell Helmets helped <laughs> us get here as well. So he did. He's a good friend of both of us. And he was ours. supposed to be here with us, Chris. You're supposed to be here with us. Yeah. Sackett. So, we're bummed that Whoa. you're not here. Look in my eyes, dude. You can kind of tell I've had like five tequila shots. It's not five. Don't four. Don't, four. Okay. Four. Don't miscount. Four. It's only four. All right. So <clears throat> we're waiting for people to ask questions. But dude, we sessioned the mountain today. You killed it. Obviously, Supercross and motocross skills transfer over to mountain. I don't. Bike. I don't really know if it's that. I mean, I mean, we can sit here and go like, yeah, Supercross. Really, the bike skills transfer over to Supercross. Yeah. You get remember I didn't even race motocross till I was fourteen. So when I started racing supercross motocross and supercross, all my BMX stuff kinda that I think I mean that really parlayed into my supercross stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it just feels so good now to get out on bikes. Like I love like bicycles always got a huge spot in my heart because yeah of my BMX stuff and I just I mean I remember the days when I was like nine, eight years old and riding with these older kids like 17 years old and in my neighborhood and they were building these big old jumps and and i was like the little kid sending these big jumps mm-hmm. and uh they were all like oh he'll do it he'll do it and uh so for me i mean bikes although motorcycle is my main passion my ma- i mean i found my you know i found my thing motorcycles mm-hmm. i found my thing but bicycles were that was where it started man it was like all my childhood crazy fun memories were like jumping str- like little rivers and like building BMX <laughs> stuff. It was it was just awesome, man. So um, to be here riding Whistler is it kind of ties it all in, brings mm-hmm. back a lot of fun memories and and uh, to to see all my boys like saw Eric Carter today and I mean end of the day we ran into all like pro mountain bike guys and they mm-hmm. were wanting to take photos and stuff. But you had a flat. Was, I had a flat, so it was terrible. I mean it was like <laughs> for me. The last run of the day was the worst, right? Because I, I, I doinked a jump because I was I burped the tire, right? Yeah. So everyone who runs tubeless knows what knows what that is, right? They burped the tire, pushed too much into berm, so I lost a bunch of air, and then I was like, oh man, I'm screwed. And then uh, we pull up midway, and then Laconda guy and 
all these guys pull up, all the shredders, and I'm like, oh, this is the wrong time for these guys to pull yeah. up. Yeah. I'm like, we need a session right now, and it was the last one of the day. The sun was down. I was like, ah, oh, man. So, so you burped your know. rear and flatted your front. Burped my rear, so I was cruising. Yeah. And then cased a little step up because I was, you know, trying to go slow. And uh, so I had a problem. But I don't have DH casing on my bikes, right? Yeah. So tomorrow um, though. tomorrow morning we're gonna have the right tires yeah. on there and 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 by the way you just got the right <laughs> tires on today because you've had yeah. about five flats on those i've had three shitty flat tires, tires you were in running two days uh, <laughs> yeah but maxis. that was before you got max's tires yeah max's is on my bike now max is on my shirt <laughs> and uh i'm stoked dude hey, yeah how what cool a, what is chris fun. yeah oh, chris, chris from, is the man chris meyer from yeah. max's is, he's a man he's gonna ride with us tomorrow he was buying i'm so uh, pumped he bought some knee pads tonight Dude, Dude I have some on. extras. I, oh, man. All right, but, yeah, it's oh, going to yeah. be fun. Chris is the man. I mean, Max is, as a company is just, like, so fun. It's yeah. just a fun. Look, they, they build great product. They want to win stuff, right? They want to win whatever they do. They attack it. But the, they want most – what they mostly want is they want everyone to have fun, and they want everyone to enjoy their passion, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing. Yeah. We're shred the mountain. I mean, we get to ride up the lifts. We get to – See those dudes flipping off the joyride course. I mean, stuff we would never even think about doing. But dude, it really is pretty pretty bitching. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. so let's let's there's some questions here. There is some questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh so Abbott three ninety four says Oh, Jason Abbott. He says uh that dirt bike mag cover post was cool. All the kids wanted to be like Jeremy. So that dirt bike mag post, I was cracking up because you had the guy's address in it. Well, I know what, which was fine, right? I mean, he's he's like, dude, post this for in, uh, you know, throwback on Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, cool. And I saw that his address was on there. I was like, okay, name and address. So but anyway. uh, that was uh, ninety four. No, ninety three. No, ninety three. Because I was fifteen. Number yeah. fifteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cine Solo gear. You saw it. I wrote. I was just. I was just trying to fit in. Yeah, that's the, all I was trying to do. The Cine Solo gear and the Showtime helmet was sick. You know what's right. funny about that is Rath, Bob Rathcamp mm-hmm. signed me Cinesolo that year. So Bob and Jen and then Spencer Rathcamp, right? Yeah. He was like the he was a he baby. He was like this baby. He was a baby. Yeah. And we're and here at Whistler here. and I just saw him. He's like twenty something years old. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So And he's uh, crazy talented on a bicycle. Oh, he's amazing, yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. So uh, I'll I'll always remember that because, you know, Bob took a chance on me. He rolled the dice, mm-hmm. and who knew? And it worked out. So, do you remember that day at Carlsbad? R. What's M? weird is how did how did Cinesolo not blow up after? I that? don't know. I don't know. But like Cinesolo is a sick brand. I mean, it was not very good until I got there, and then when, when there, Kenny started, Safford started designing for Bob. Yeah, and then he was doing AXO too, right? So, um, when they come up with some cool designs. And then we had the purple, then we had the orange, and then we had the Cinesolo. So there were some cool setups when when I was there. But shortly after, it fell off, right? So, yeah. But it's it, weird. It's weird. But, I did, mean, but do you remember that day at REM, Carlsbad? I was there racing a 500, <laughs> and I was decked out. Decked out in the, the McGrath Cinesolo, and Cinesola. I had the helmet. Oh, no, dude. I was I so embarrassed. Was it Commotion up. by the Ocean, or was it no, just, it's just a regular, regular Saturday, Saturday race? race. REM race? Up, yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's that dude. That's pretty cool. I felt kind of kooky. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if it makes you feel better, 
I don't. I'm not sure. I remember that. Okay. Well, I, I remember <laughs> it. Okay. Cool. Okay. So uh, <laughs> let's see. Sean Ryan two two seven says, "Are you ever going to do a one twenty five all star race because uh, Villapoto needs some competition?" You know what? It's funny. Is I'm not. I. It's funny because I I see that. Oh, <laughs> you here we still go. Still don't have service. No, I got it now. Well, it's you on. gotta you gotta put it on backwards, dude. Yeah, right up there. There you go. Bam. There you go. <laughs> uh, what's funny about that is the all-star live race. What's up guys? Jeremy here. We're on live. We're doing a little swap moto podcast here. Figured I'd get you guys involved. Um, anyways. Yeah. I see the all-star race and I don't know. You know what? It's kind of, I wasn't that good on 125s anyway. So yeah, you were, I mean, supercross. Yeah. If we had a 125 all-star supercross race, yeah, I'd probably be in it. But no, 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 no. The iconic photo of you and Kehoe going over the Gainesville finish line. Yeah. He was right. in front of me, but I won the overall that day. Yeah, you so did. Everyone, everyone, I think everyone forgets about that. You did. The funny thing is, is I won my first 125, two 125 overalls is Gainesville, Gainesville 90, was that 91? No, that was 93. Mm, yeah, 93? That was the year. No, 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 no. 93 was your 250. No, 92. no, I, no, I rode 125 90? outdoor. I rode, okay. I rode 125 outdoor in 93. Okay. So, yeah, it's all good. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Are you ever going to do a 125? Oh, no, I'm not. Started. I probably won't. I mean, look, Villapoto has a great op- opportunity right now, right? Because he has 125. Yamaha makes 125. Still. Yeah, current Two stroke, yeah. I'm rebuilding right now. Currently, I'm going to rebuild a 1990 KX125. That was the first bike that i ever won a supercross on mm-hmm. which was uh vegas in 90 right right yeah. before i got right before i got on mitch's team and so i'm i'm gonna rebuild that bike and it's uh it's gonna be a fun project so we're working i've i've already organized getting the bike and we're in fact the dude that i posted the dirt bike uh shot today cover? he's helping me get the bike so oh nice yeah it's gonna be cool so we're working on that but I probably won't do an all-star race. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Next question. We're in Whistler, guys. Uh, we're at Crankworks. If you guys can see out here, we're in a condo. We're just getting ready to cruise to go get some dr- d- food. <laughs> yeah, food later. <laughs> the, should we eat dinner or should we just have more tequila? I don't know. We, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So Josh Jacobson, 429. He says, hey, we need an early 90s, 2000s group Supercross exhibition class. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea, too. Like, they have the exhibition stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no, like, old guys like me that would want to ride Supercross. You guys, I mean, I don't know. Chicken Chicken would not do it, trust me. You don't think? Listen, when I went, you guys guys all saw me ride Nashville this year. You see me ride opening ceremonies. Mm -hmm. So I went. A month before that, I was riding the Cowie track, right? We were out there. Chase was out there. We shot a cool video, the one with Kid Rock song on it. Um, and every time I rode, I was getting better, but I was also really scared. So come on. I'm not sure. I'm you not sure. You were scared on a Supercross track? Come Trust on. me. I was scared. You should see the size of those, the whoop de there. The whoops. Whatever they call them these days. Um, but. I mean, honestly, they were probably three, four feet, right? Yeah. They were big. So every time I made it through them, I was like, oh, all right, cool. That was good. Um, 
that, that that's not comprehensible comprehensible right and, and it doesn't and it doesn't make a lot of sense i get it but yeah. at 47 on a supercross track doesn't make a lot of sense either true right it just doesn't supercross is better left to fantasy when you're 20 something years old and of course i love the jump i love all that like the triples were super easy but it was the rest yeah. of the track that was that was hard so i don't know i was there it looked good well it looked good it, to me Let's put it into perspective. It looked decent for an old guy. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll let you I'll let you run with that one. But other than that, All right. are you getting any questions on yours? What do we got? So over I, guys? I got mine. Okay. So Riley Morgan one eighty says a lot of highs. Will McGrath compete at Crankworks Whip Off? Oh no, we watched that tonight. We watched the Whip Off tonight. It, yeah. And there was even like a dude. Going over the, in the a whip. Speedo. Yeah, in a Speedo. Yeah, the little banana hammock. That was pretty funny. Yeah. There's a lot of girls ripping over that thing, too. It was yeah. really awesome. You know, the what sucked, big. you know what sucked about that for the competitors? They'd go down the run, whip it, and they had to push their bikes all yeah, the way up. Yeah, they did. They had to push back. It's funny because I, we were in Whistler last year. Came up with Bell, Chris, Schumann, all the boys, Donnie. We had a lot of fun. We rolled through Crab Apples, which is where they do the whip off. Yeah. And, uh, we I blissed out. I was like, these are moto jumps, dude. I do not belong in here on my mountain bike. Dude, you started but in BMX. How did you? Know I that? know, but today when I saw it again, I was like, hmm, I need to, I need to go over there and hit that again. But I probably don't. That's yeah. the reality of it. Is I probably don't. So um, we did saw a, we saw a lot of cool whips today. There's a dude. The guys were shredding today. Yeah. Was, Cam Zinc was out there. I mean, dude, how sick is Cam Zinc? Yeah, Seriously. he's super good. That guy is super, super good. Love Cam Zing. Oh, you got paused because of poor connection. Dude, Verizon <laughs> killing me. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. K McNabb927 says, Will you hey, compete in straight rhythm? I yeah, see that. Yeah, would you compete in straight rhythm? You have the KX250 <clears throat> that AJ Wagoner built. I do, but here's the problem. Here's the honest truth, you guys. Listen, I have the 500 too. You guys saw that. I just built that. Dude, Here's 500. At 500. We saw Pastrana ride that thing in the in the straight rhythm. At, what a couple of years back, it was sketchy, right? I mean, who wants to jump a supercross, ride a supercross track on that thing? Um, but here's the thing. I, uh, <laughs> um, straight rhythm sounds good, and it sounds really good on paper to all you guys, which is yeah. amazing. Look, it sounds really cool, cool to me. What those dudes did last year with doing the replica Jeremy gear and then I hear they're doing some more stuff this year. I know Ken Roxon's going to be riding one of my old bikes. They Lars just hit me up today. They're going to pull it off the ra one of the rafters at Honda. So they're going to he's going to ride one of my old uh uh I think it's my old you remember the the last two stroke that I hole shot at Phoenix and I did a knack knack on the first lap. Mm -hmm. So Roxon's going to ride that bike for straight rhythm. Oh shit. Here's the thing. It sounds really cool, right, to do that, but we don't ride Supercross anymore. And at actually, at the end of the day, it sounds kind of selfish, but at what really am I going to gain from that? I'm not. It just sounds weird to say that, right? Mm -hmm. But there is no end game for me. If I get hurt, I mean, I'm a father. I have kids. I have a family guy. I'm a family guy now. Yeah. That's the reality of what's going on these days is not – it's not, it's not, I'm not Jeremy McGrath, the supercross racer anymore. So to, for me to go out there, if there's a, if there's a three pack and it needs to be quadded and other guys are quadding it, well, guess what? I'm, well, I'm not going to do it, but I yeah. should be doing it. Right. So then it doesn't look the same as it should. 
Yeah. So I, as much I love straight rhythm. I mean, it looks awesome. I talk to Hammer all the time. We're like, he's like, you got to do a match race against Carmichael. Well, Carmichael's ten years younger than me, right? Mm. So he's still ready to jump stuff, even though he doesn't race. Yeah. So look, I love, I love straight rhythm. This is cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It brings a lot of energy back to the sport. I think it's awesome. But do I need to be out there jumping all those stuff? I don't. No. I don't. No. I'm going to sit with you and you and you <laughs> and maybe do a shot of tequila and watch that. Or three. Or three. Yeah. Okay, next question. Well, it's a statement. <laughs> Gordy. What was that one you showed Gordy me? Gordy V.I. says. <laughs> <laughs> Gordy V.I. says, uh, Villapoto Sandberger, uh, McGrath would destroy him. So that's a that's a comment. That's a compliment, yeah, actually. A compliment, yeah. Comment. And then, uh, Look, Villapoto is the man. He, he he won a lot of races. He won a lot of 125 races. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably having a lot of fun going out there and doing that, beating up on those guys. But do I, it's the same thing. Do I see any advantage in doing that? No. No. But, hey, how cool is RV now that he's retired? Well, look, RV, like, he really had a chip on his shoulder for a long time, but he's mm-hmm. he's turned a corner. He's he's super cool now. Yeah. He's enjoying himself. He's enjoying his bike, which is why we all started this, right? We all love motorcycles. We all love two wheels. We love everything that goes downhill, up, like clutch, motor, all the horsepower. And Villapoto is showing that, you know, you can love that stuff without being mad at everyone. For a while, he was – pretty upset with the industry it seemed like but yeah um i'm just stoked he's having a great time and it's a great connection with him and yamaha it's cool you know he's got his big race this weekend oh the, the one R- in washington R- rv cup at grace yeah Harbor. yeah that's cool yeah you know what i was planning to go there but we're here but then chris meyer at max's took said, took precedent you, you have to come here and hang out with jeremy so I I'm pretty sure said, you'd rather be riding these mountain bike trails than out said, there checking out that dirt bike track. I think he track. said you have to come to Whistler and do four shots of tequila with Jeremy. Dude, well, <laughs> there's not much, there's not a whole lot more fun than that, is there? No, no, no. Okay, so back to the questions. Michelle Maeda, hello. She says hi. Hi. Michelle Maeda is, uh, she's got the same last name as me. She's an American woman who's uh, married to a former Kawasaki jet ski factory mechanic. Now Maeda, and uh, who's that? He, now is oh now is now his name N A O oh, oh cool yeah, yeah, yeah. oh nice so yeah so I got her into mountain biking and she kicks my ass now she's so fast <laughs> anyway anyway okay you're so, not supposed to tell that story on the no 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 Michelle she works her name is Michelle right yeah Michelle good job <laughs> yeah okay so uh, eighty six shades of moto <laughs> says uh, who's your favorite rider and why current rider current rider. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess Cincerello is my favorite writer. Mm. I mean, I just like him as a person. He's a good kid. And look, I was one of his critics in the past, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, because, look, I'm, I'm, I want to see someone with the correct technique, blah, 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 whatever. And, and Adam, he had his struggles when he first came in. But look, the kid is on rails now. And... It's unfortunate what happened to him at Supercross because he deserved that Supercross championship yeah. too. But he's riding the Nationals amazing. And you know what? It's going to only make him stronger. And, and I just, he's such a great kid. Mm. So Absolutely. I've been one of his biggest critics for sure, but I'm one of his biggest fans. So it's cool. Okay, let's see. Um... <clears throat> oh, we're back on mine live. Oh, you What's finally up, got service? 
Verizon. Trap, Sorry, guys. Verizon. <laughs> Ecuador. Shout out. What up? Okay, so uh, let's see. Oh, some guy. Okay, Jason Abbott again says uh, <laughs> Bradshaw, McGrath, Dubach, three lap, one twenty five race. Who wins? I mean, he actually I asked me that the other day. I win all day. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he I'm said, ten years younger than those. No, Bradshaw's younger than me. I forgot. That's he said, right. but he said at Milestone, who wins at Milestone? I do. It's the local track. Dubach don't even ride anymore. <laughs> Bradshaw, Dubuck he's rides. in he's in Idaho. Dubuck still rides, but he wears like football pads under his jersey now. He does. Yeah. Well, remember he crashed at Mammoth and he broke like every rib in his body. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah he wears he football was, He football got tore pads up. Now. Okay, so uh, all right, uh, Josh Jacobson, four twenty nine says, uh, "Who's your pick for the four fifty championship and Supercross next year?" To both of us. Man, you know it's crazy. I think. I mean, you could sit here and say, like, oh, someone else. I, I mean, it's got to be Eli, right? I mean, it's great. What what I am stoked about is last week we saw Roxon have a great ride at Unadilla. That was super cool. Mm -hmm. Eli had the most amazing ride we ever saw, maybe, at Washougal. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing some different winners, and it's. I'm just happy for Ken that he's got, got a win. He had a dominant day. I was just talking to Lars from Honda, and I was like, man, that's so, so cool to see, right? All of us as fans. But, I mean, I think with a few little, you know, few little tweaks here and there. Check Don out. There's Don. <laughs> Swap Moto Live. Um, with a few little tweaks, I think, for Supercross, I think Eli's got to be the favorite, right? I mean, what's weird to me is you see Muscan riding so good, and he's he's nearly the age that I retired. He's 29 or 28 or something. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to believe that he's riding and he's getting better. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. You I, retired early, though, because you were a pimp. No, I didn't retire early. I retired when I was 31. Oh. Way later than all the other pimps. You retired when you dislocated your hip. I did. Yeah, that was forced retirement. But it was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thing. Definitely. What's up, you guys? Okay, we're, so Curtis. We're Curtis Works, who is uh, Chase's dad, Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Say hi to Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? He says, uh, where's Chase's, where's Swap's cameraman? He's right there. There he is. And there's Wilson. There's our audience, guys. So uh, We got our, our downhill bikes over here. We got our chips, okay. kitchen. We're getting ready to go eat, so we're just kind of hanging. So uh, that KX500 you built. Yeah. Ever thought about racing it on a, or riding it on a supercross track? My buddy from Brazil, I think, Chacamoro, says that. Hmm. You know what's funny is I was saying earlier, we're talking about the KX500 from that we built up for Mammoth. It was a super fun bike. Um, it was a cool project. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we redid the frame. We put the 450 brake on it. I mean, the thing's got 19 front end on it. It's got a kit show of forks on it. So, I mean, everybody pitched in on that thing. It was super, super cool. Um, would I ride it on a supercross track? Probably not. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just, honestly, the 250, two strokes have more like, like they're more exactly. snap to them, yeah. you know. Um, but what was interesting was, you know, when I was a kid riding a 450, or no, no, riding a 250, two stroke, which we thought all was super fast, right? And, um, Fortunately, I'm young enough that I never got to ride the 500 Nationals. Mm -hmm. So 500 Nationals, 
um, was always a mystery to me, right? Because you saw Stanton and Bale and Wardy and Lachine and yeah. Glover and all those guys riding those old bikes. Dude, how about how about Wardy racing those with that open face? Five hundred nationals. Yeah, that's okay. probably why they built that big old plastic thing. Yeah, because that was just blocking mask. rocks. But when we were kids riding two strokes, that bike just seems so incredible. We're like, oh, if you ride that, you're gonna your arms are gonna get pulled off, right? But um, now, after riding 450 for so many years, and then building that bike up, I'm like, oh, this thing's gonna be a rocket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be violent. And so we busted it out, at Mammoth. Got the smooth track. We did the dirt shark video. Super sick. You guys probably saw that one. Um, and I mean, to be able to ride Mammoth track with nobody on it, fully prepped, Privately. watered, everything. I was yeah. like, what? That was cool. All my years racing Mammoth, I've never gotten to do that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but riding the four, riding the 500 was not that much different than the 450. Really? So it didn't feel like, oh, it's going to. Come on. It had to vibrate like crazy. You know what? It. I think Mitch balanced the crank because I had Mitch okay. the mo- I had Pro Circuit do the motor and Mitch ba- Mitch might have balanced the crank. <laughs> you got paused again, dude. I'm just I'm hitting the wall over here. Verizon, AT and T, greater. I had AT and T and it sucks so bad, <laughs> but it's doing good right now. Oh wait, are you connected to the uh, Wi-Fi here? No, maybe that's why you're not. Probably no, not. There you go. I'm an amateur. Okay, so. Twelve Connect. rounds. Ridgely says, "What are your thoughts on electric motocross bikes?" You know, it's it's kind of a bummer. At first, obviously, all of us are like, "Man, electric bikes suck." Forget that. But what's crazy is that I love Razor, the company Razor. They make all the little bikes. They've made the Jeremy bike. My kids learned how to ride dirt bikes on them. Of course, we we got gas powered ones after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like electric. Like it's a bummer that Alta went out, right? Yeah. Because they were, it seemed like they were on the verge of just sort of getting there. But I still want an Alta, right? Because I want to go ride my neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> and like without making anyone angry. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Just it just seems like it just seems like they were right there, and now I'm not sure what happened with Harley and that whole agreement they had and i know there's some other people working on it but you know i don't think that idea is dead um do i ever think it's going to take over in supercross no and there's nothing to, i mean we watch look we we all watch formula one right mm-hmm. we don't and we've we know we've seen formula e right which is decent for about two minutes yeah and then you know we're i don't think it's i don't think electric bikes ever going to replace the sound of that we get in supercross or motocross and the smell and, and just the vibes. So, um, I, what do I think? I think it's cool. I think it's cool for a, a halftime show or, yeah. or whatever. And I think it's cool for neighborhoods that aren't cool with it, with yeah. horsepower. So I think there's some advantage to having some of that, but you know, whatever dream of like switching to something without gas. No, no, absolutely not. Okay. So, uh, 197 Steve, Steve Emter says, uh, how did the jumps on a trail like Dirt Merchant on a downhill bike compare to sizing up Supercross jumps? Uh, you know what's funny about that is... Hey, he hit them all, Steve. <laughs> uh, most all of them. I just didn't do crab apples. Oh. 
So Well, Crab Apples was close today because Best Whip Contest. That's why. I know, but after watching Best Whip, I feel like I should hit it. I feel like. You should. Anyways, we're talking about jumps, mountain bike jumps, and how they compare to what? Supercross. Yeah. Here's the thing. The weirdest, the, the funny part about mountain bike jumps are, and I was telling Eric Carter this today because we were riding, and I was like, the weirdest part about it is when you go into a G out and you collapse the suspension, right? So it's all the way in the stroke, mm-hmm. and then you're going to hit a jump. You can move your body and start to allow the suspension to come back at you, right? So it gives yeah. you your pop. Mm-hmm. And with motocross, you don't do that, right? So you use a clutch and the horsepower and the throttle. Mm-hmm. So you get right like that. And it's a, it's a quick motion. And with mountain biking, the thing that's most hard for me at least is when you get the suspension down fully in the stroke, you're doing a G out and you're like, oh, it's a cool jump coming. When do I l- allow the suspension to release? And so – Everything else sort of carries over really nicely from moto, but that's the part that's a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. And I know the newer school mountain bike guys, obviously we're old, but the new school mountain bike guys, they, they got it all figured out because that's what they do and they're used to it. But um, when you ride downhill like once or twice a year, this, these, are the fe- these are the feelings you get. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Okay, so uh, Journey Faith Forever says... Do you think AC goes single digit if he wins a title? From 92, right? He's 92? Yeah, he's 92. But that was his amateur number his whole career. I don't, I don't think so. I think so. Think? You think he'll go single digit? I think so. so I think he's going single digit. So. What would he be? Five's available, right? Five's, five. Six. <clears throat> Six. Seven's Plessinger. Eight. Eight's open. Nine. Five. No one four. Has nine. Who's four? Baggett's four. Baggett's four. Three's nine. Tomac. I don't know. What do you think? Cooper Webb's two. Nine. I mean, he's he's got he's going to go single digit. You, you got think? it. Yeah. I think he's going to keep 92. 92? Really? Dude. Dude, AC's been 92 his whole life. He was, like, waiting to get 92. Uh, Is that when he, he was born? 92? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe because I know Axel runs ninety six. Is that why? I think he might have been born in ninety six. It, it is. is? Yeah, he was born ninety six. I think so. Jesus, dude! I graduated in eighty six. <laughs> dude, I graduated eighty nine. So yeah, we're old as shit. Yeah, we're old, dude. Yeah. We're old. We're still ripping though. Hey, SWAT Moto listeners, this is Zach Osborne, rider for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Racing Team. I love my FC four fifty race bike, but I also love the FC three fifty. It has the handling of a two fifty and the power of a four fifty making it the perfect bike for both professional and amateur riders. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is giving Swap Moto listeners 1,500 reasons to get a brand new FC350. Hurry into your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to find out more on the limited time offers available to get you on the track today. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. 
Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Riders like Justin Cooper, Dylan Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. So, okay, so do you think... We're old, guy, we're old guys ripping. You think AC takes a single digit? Uh, I think he's taking single digit for sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Hey, how do you feel about uh, how do you? F- what does that mean, <laughs> Wilson? <laughs> End of show what? shot. Anyway, how Let do you f- see that? How do you? How do you feel? Oh, this yeah, is the yeah, no yeah, yeah. we just got. How do you? Oh, feel end about- of show shot. How do you feel? Oh, about- he means shot of tequila. Maybe. How do you feel about Cooper Webb running too? Supercross title. Which I still am not. Look, I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I'm not even sure how that happened. How do you go from where was he on a? He was 11th or something the year before ninth. So it was because he was uncomfortable in the Yamaha. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He told me that the best YZ450 he ever rode was stock. Hmm. So it's easy to say when you move brands and you, you're a Supercross champion, <laughs> you can go. Oh. I mean, you guys have heard me say that. The 97 aluminum frame Honda is the worst bike ever made, right? You've heard me <laughs> it say that. It was a lead pipe. I mean, it was like a riding a street bike on a dirt bike track. <laughs> no, the Suzuki was great. Wilson, come on, Wilson. I won some races on a Suzuki. The Suzuki is great. Now. He got a flat tire on the Suzuki, Wilson. Right, but this flat tire was minimal. The one race, I, the clutch went out, right? Off yeah. the start, I just was dead in the water. But hey, anyway, hey. look, look. Suzuki, Suzuki did me a solid. At that time, that yeah. was that. If that that changed my career path, and it was amazing. So yeah, Suzuki of Troy. 
Well, no, it started out with Mel Harris at Suzuki is what it really started out with. Yeah. And Roger kind of had to be on board, right? Because Roger was Suzuki, but Mel Harris was the boss at Suzuki. Mm-hmm. And so he was the one that really turned the screws and said, hey, we're doing it. And, you know, the only one that was pretty upset probably about that was uh, um, Mike Rocco. Because mm-hmm. I was like two or three races in, I was riding upside down forks and he was riding those conventional forks. And it was like, he was like, what? He can have those and I can't have those. And I mean, I was running stock forks from the prior year Honda, yeah. like off my practice bike. So anyway, yeah, those are fun times. Fun times when you can have all that stuff going on. Hey, I know. I have a question for you. Yeah. The Suzuki year, I remember right before Glen Helen, you cut your foot. Yeah. Right? What's <laughs> yeah. the story behind that? Oh, man. You had to bring that up. Oh, jeez. Um, all right. Well. Come on. You're retired now. You can tell the I truth. Know, I know. There's no downside anymore. It's great. The The funny story about that is, though, is, uh, and I still have a big scar from that, and I still, my ankle still does not work right from that. And we were at this restaurant. Chase was asking for Canyon Lake stories. Here's one. Um <laughs> We were at this restaurant in Canyon Lake called Pepe's, which is pretty, oh, yeah. fam- pretty right famous. Pretty famous the- deal, yeah. It's like you usually go out on the lake all day, you surf, you wakeboard, whatever, and then you end up at Pepe's. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have my friend named Lou. Everyone knows Lou. Hola. Anyway, he he Hola. got all wasted, and I'm not gonna say I probably wasn't, but anyway, he flipped the table over, mm-hmm. being an idiot, and. A half a glass, so the glass, everything glass broke on the floor, right? Yeah. So I ended up stepping on a glass, a half a glass, and it rolled up and cut my, almost cut my Achilles. Achilles, yeah. So you were in flip-flops? I was, flip-flops that day. I got stitched up, took me out for a little while. I got some, luckily, my um, chiropractor, Dr. Toy from Temecula, Mm -hmm. which is amazing, he he gave me a, some cortisone or something and and uh we I was able to end up riding that day but um for the next you know for the next few weeks I was kind of hurting but anyway that's the story behind that mm-hmm. I mean I did look I was it was a tough year 97 was a tough year right I rode Suzuki's things didn't go well in Supercross Nationals were coming I wasn't very interested in in the bike at that time because we we had so much trouble. I mean, me and Scott Bennett from show were out testing by ourselves, him and I only, me taking the forks off, him working on them, putting them back on the bike. I mean, we were at these crazy tracks trying to get this bike to work right, doing everything we could, but it was frustrating. So, you know, there was times when I was not that interested, and that was one of the times in Canyon Lake where I cut my heel, and it didn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out right. It was mm. a stupid thing to do, but that's the story behind it. Okay, so uh, Road Racer 17, who is uh, Brad Pitts at Cowie, who's practically jumped into the motocross action Orange Helmet Brigade because he's hanging out with them so much. <laughs> but he asks, how was, riding the Jonathan, how was riding the Jonathan Ray World Superbike? Hi, Brad. Hey, Brad. And, yeah, it was, yeah, a, so you, it you was amazing. To- it was amazing. It really was amazing. I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't ride street bikes that much. It was a great Dude, opportunity. Come on. We had that video, you dragging both knees in Vegas. Well, I mean, 
you wouldn't have said that five years ago. It'd be like before I ever rode Supermoto, I was yeah. like so scared to lean the bike over because coming from it's dirt, it's always tires, right? it is. It it's really is. <clears throat> and I think you know what? Look, I'm not. I wasn't trying to have a contest of who could go the fastest. I had a great time. The bike was amazing. Jonathan was. He's. I mean, he's one of my heroes. The guy's badass, you know. Mm-hmm. And the I had fun riding with Gabrielle, Momola. Mm-hmm. Like all these legends were there, and we were all motoing on the track at the same time. Yeah, and it was just—I mean, that part of it was—it was a dream day. It really was a dream day. So, um, I enjoyed it, and I'm thankful for Cowie for even giving me the opportunity like that. I mean, just mm-hmm. having a Jonathan and I did a, a moto day out at Paula about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So we've had—we did the bike swap thing, and uh, I can tell you right now, he rips on a dirt bike. Does he? Rips. Nice. Like I could—I could hardly pass him. Really? That's how fast he is. Mm. And I've talked to him. The funny thing about that is I've talked to Jonathan Ray about that. He's like, look, I came to a point where I had to decide, am I going motocross or am I going road race? So the guy's an athlete. The guy's a serious athlete. And it's, you know, coming to fruition now. You see him winning all these championships and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. anyway. Hey, did Pitts ride that day? How fast is Pitts on a road bike? He's he's good, too. He could smoke me by a mile, but I didn't see him ride that day. He's good, huh? This yeah. is on the Anyone road? that's missing a finger from road racing, <laughs> probably good. pretty fast. That's good, right? Right, does Brad? He, does, he wear, does he wear an orange helmet on the road bike? I didn't see him. Huh? No. no? No. You know, he's he's in Jody's crew. <laughs> he <sure>. is? <laughs> he's an orange helmet guy? Oh, yeah. He rides R.E.M. Oh, him really and Musgrave? Can. Yeah, him and Musgrave. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's funny. All right. So, hey, it is, uh, what time is it? Nine o'clock? Nine we gotta, we got to go eat dinner, dude. Nine forty-five. So... There's Chase. Oh, wait, wait, what's this? Do we close the show with uh, number five? I think we're going to do. Hold on, we got it. Are you on over there, Chase? See that? Oh, it's backwards. Wilson, you got to write it backwards, <laughs> dude. End For those of you who don't know, this is end of show shot. So, all right, cheers to everyone who came on. It's nice to see you guys. Sorry for the service. Verizon must suck up here in Whistler. <laughs> But we are ripping. We're having a good time. Good thank time. you to Specialize. Thank you to the Th- crew at Maxis, of thank course. Thank you to Maxis for my tires that won't go flat tomorrow. Right. And I'm yeah. going to be on the same train as you. Yeah. and Right. Uh, we had our issues today. but And our bell helmets protecting our brains. Our bell helmets, obviously. While we do the container on-off, which Wilson didn't do yet. You know, Wilson. You know the on-off. We what, do you, what do you got to say about the container, Wilson? By the way, we uh, by the way no we worries. saw five year old kids doing it. <laughs> yeah, train Good job, four, Wilson. A train of four girls. Yeah, did it right. F- yeah. Did well. We have nothing to talk because on crab apples, in the whip off, there was twenty girls in that contest. Yeah, well, they're forty five foot doubles, just like moto doubles. You know what though? Our excuse is forty seven and fifty. <laughs> World. Doubles. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just feel like we should have been training them. We yeah. should have got behind them and launched it. Anyway, fun to watch. Cheers. Thank you for uh, thanks for uh, tuning into the uh, Fly Racing Swap Motor Podcast. Yeah. See ya. Cheers, guys. We're out. Oh, smoky. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. 
Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.